All righty, that was President Obama surrounded by a number of people uh, supporting the legislation that is um, now open for debate in the U.S. Senate. I'd like to welcome our first guest, Alfredo Gutierrez, a former Arizona state senator and author of the memoir To Sin Against Hope, How America Has Failed Its Immigrants, A Personal Story. The book recounts Gutierrez's career in politics and activism and takes a critical eye towards the immigration policies of President Barack Obama. Alfredo Gutierrez, we're very happy to have you. Thank you thank for joining you, us. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Okay. Um, now, in your your family history, um, very um, not an unusual. Your father, a U.S. citizen, was deported uh, to Mexico. Um, uh, hopefully, we have gotten that right. And um, that you, the, it, this really inspired you to become an activist and eventually ending up in electoral uh, politics. So what we want to do is to rely on you to tell us, uh, uh, contextualize this discussion a bit for us. It's happening now on immigration reform because we have been around this block a few times. Well, it's, it's, it is. We have indeed been around this block a few times, and it's important to recognize that, that, that much of uh, Arizona's, uh, rather America's immigration history is, is really race-based, the Chinese Exclusion Acts. The, the, early, the early acts against immigrants in the, in the, in the 20s were aimed specifically at, uh, at Southern Europeans uh, uh, who were thought to be uh, ignorant, swarthy, uh, and, uh, and, and of color, if you will. And we're talking about Italians and Greeks, etc. And they were intended to keep Jews out as well. Uh, Asians were clearly not welcome. But throughout this period, Latin America had, uh, had no quota. There was no quota on Latin Americans until uh, until 1965, when uh, when uh, the Bracero program, which is highly controversial, but it allowed uh, uh, close to 300,000 persons to come into work annually. But the Bracero program went away, and and, and the first imposition of uh, of a quota came about. And in that instance, in that instance, it's 1965, and then a quota was specifically applied on Mexico in 1975. In that instance, that's how illegal immigration was created, because, frankly, people moved backwards and forwards across that border through 1975. But the eugenics movement had been uh, uh, trying for years to get that imposition, and they succeeded. And so since 1975, we've had this argument of, uh, of, of illegal immigrants. Mexico has had the same quota, has the same quota today, as uh, Liechtenstein, for example, Andorra, Togo. I mean, it simply makes no sense. It's an irrational immigration policy, but it's an irrational immigration policy that's historically been based on race. What we now have today in this debate is, uh, is, uh, is uh, uh, a semantically cloaked uh, debate, but ultimately we know what's going on. Uh, the bill calls for substantially more a security on the southern border, where coincidentally Mexicans happen to be, 24-hour-a-day drone, 24-hour-an-hour, uh, uh, seven-day-a-week drone capacity over over the Mexican border. One would think, of course, that we are uh, 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 East Germany facing West Germany. It 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 uh, it expresses itself very clearly against that southern border and against those folks who cross that southern border. 
And if you listen to, to the nativists who, who have hijacked, unfortunately, this debate uh, on the right, uh, it clearly still is a question of uh, certain people not having the intellectual capacity, uh, the moral rigidity to be true Americans witness uh, uh, the Heritage Report just recently, which indicates that, or explicitly states, that if, that if uh, uh, immigrants are allowed in, they will become economically dependent on this country. They'll simply not have the capacity, as has every other immigrant, to go forward economically. Uh, and they've chosen that sort of economic model simply based on the fact that they concluded that Hispanics, who are overwhelmingly, and Mexicans, who are overwhelmingly the immigrants who are going to be allowed in by this bill, uh, are incapable of uh, of uh, bettering themselves in any fashion. Right. And uh, of course, um, in just the, the few minutes we have left, you know, we are also, Alfredo Gutierrez, going to have you back because I know you are rich with history and, and context of, about all of this. And we're getting reaction from a number of people on today's show. But um, quickly um, tell us in, in terms of, of the history, we know that in, in the past there have been these quota laws and quota programs. And then uh, you also write about Madison Grant's uh, book, The Passing of the Great Race, um, published way back in 1916. And, and from what you're saying, we're still suffering from uh, some of the, the, the thinking that went into Madison Grant's work. Absolutely. I mean, the, the, the rhetoric has changed slightly. It's, it's, it's much more sophisticated today. But Madison Grant was an extraordinarily influential uh, person, a friend of Teddy Roosevelt's. Uh, a friend of William Howard Taft's uh, influenced the, the legislation of 1922 and 24 uh, that limited Southern European um, uh, immigration into this country. He also, by the way, was a major figure in, uh, in, in sterilization laws across this country to make sure that certain immigrants, uh, you know, immigrants of color, obviously, would be sterilized. Um, mm. He was called by the, his book, by the way, The Passing, was called by Adolf Hitler, uh, quote, my Bible, unquote. Uh, he he uh, inspired the eugenic movements in the United States. Uh, and that movement is still alive today. I, I mentioned to you the Pioneer Fund. The Pioneer Fund was fi- founded in, uh, in, in the height of this eugenics movement craze, 1938 or so, by uh, adherents of, of, uh, of Madison Grant's and the eugenics movement. And it was, uh, one would think, had gone away, but in fact it was a key player in adopting uh, Proposition 187 in California. It, it, it was a key yeah. funder of the, of, the, of, of the campaign for Proposition uh, 187. It was, a, key, it was a, a founder of the organizations today, or a participating in the founding of the organizations today, who lead uh, the anti-immigrant movement, FAIR, um, uh, uh, Numbers USA, uh, the Center for Immigration Rights, were all founded uh, by a, a singular person, John Tanton, and part of this uh, this eugenics movement funded by the uh, Pioneer Fund. So it lives on today. Yeah. Uh, it, the, the Heritage Report, again, I'm, I mention it because I think it is a direct descendant, as was uh, Murray Bell's book, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Murray's book, uh, The Bell Curve, uh, direct descendants of uh, of uh, 
uh, the eugenics movement in this country. Right. Well, on that note, I'm sorry to say we are going to have to leave it there, Alfredo Gutierrez, but we'll have you back uh, very, very soon, and, and we want to continue this discussion. Thank you so very much for joining Excellent. us. Excellent. Thank you. Bye-bye. Alfredo Gutierrez, former Arizona state senator and author of the forthcoming memoir, To Sin Against Hope, How America Has Failed Its Immigrants, A Personal Story. This is Margaret Prescott, host of Sojourner Truth, and we're spending the hour discussing immigration.